1947. The average cost of a new house was $6,600. The average wages per year was $2,850. The cost of a gallon of gas was $0.15. Cent. The average cost of a new car, $1,300. A loaf of bread cost $0.13, cents and a United States postage stamp was $0.03. Cents. In that year, the African-American writer and poet Langston Hughes released the following poem that I will read to you now, entitled Freedom Train. I read in the papers about the Freedom Train. I heard on the radio about the Freedom Train. I seen folks talking about the Freedom Train. Lord, I've been waiting for the Freedom Train. Washington, Richmond, Durham, Chattanooga, Atlanta, Waycross, Georgia, Lord, Lord, Lord. Way down in Dixie, the only trains I see. Got a Jim Crow coaches set aside for me. I hope there ain't no Jim Crow on the Freedom Train. No backdoor entrance to the Freedom Train. No sign for colored on the Freedom Train. No white folks only on the Freedom Train. I'm going to check up. I'm going to check up on this. Freedom Train. Who is the engineer of the Freedom Train? Can a coal black man drive the Freedom Train? Or am I still a porter on the Freedom Train? Is there a ballot box on the Freedom Train? Do colored folks vote on the Freedom Train? When it stops in Mississippi, will it be made plain? Everybody's got a right to board the Freedom Train. I'm going to check up. I'm going to check up on this Freedom Train. The Birmingham stations mark colored and white. The white folks go left, the colored go right. They even got a segregated lane. Is that the way to get aboard the Freedom Train? I'm going to check up. I'm going to check up on this. Freedom Train. If my children ask me, Daddy, please explain. Why a Jim Crow station for the Freedom Train? What shall I tell my children? You tell me, because freedom ain't freedom when a man ain't free. My brother named Jimmy died at Anzio. He died for real and it wasn't no show. Is this here freedom on the Freedom Train really freedom or a show again? Now let the Freedom Train come zooming down the track, gleaming in the sunlight for white and black, not stopping in no stations marked colored nor white, just stopping in the fields in broad daylight. Stopping in the country in the wide open air where there never was a Jim Crow sign nowhere. No poll tax layer through which a colored can't vote, and there won't be no kind of colored lines. The Freedom Train will be yours and mine. Then maybe from their graves in Anzio, black men and white will say, we want it so. Black men and white will say, ain't it fine? At home, they got a Freedom Train. A Freedom Train that's yours and mine. Welcome to the Stephen Thompson Experience. This is Stephen Thompson, and this is my experience. I'm curious. And I'm willing to share my creativity each week. And I want to ignite conversations that result in more compassion, concern, and consideration. I love spirituality, history, and people who overcame the odds to share their gifts to the world. This is my first episode of 2019. And I'm excited to talk about freedom. Freedom was a song written by Beyonce. And it featured the rapper Kendrick Lamar. It was on her sixth studio album, Lemonade. The song was written by a man named Johnny Colfer, Beyonce, Carla Marie Williams, and Dean McIntosh, and Ken Lamar. It contained samples of a song called Let Me Try, written by Frank Tiardo. Beyonce performed this song at the BET Music Awards along with Kendrick Lamar in 2016. 
The song opens with a voiceover of Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech as female dancers march toward the stage. Now for this performance, Beyonce was backed by dancers wearing tribal patterns and performed a stomping choreography in water similar to one that she performed on the Formation Tour. 1947, Langston Hughes could only dream of a freedom train because he's the reality of his world was a world where there were Jim Crow lines, where African Americans in some places could not vote. And he only dreamed of what I have the ability to do today. So you see, his early life, his poems, hoping, wishing, striving, envisioning a world that did not yet exist. He was able to see something that didn't exist. But then when we have this song, Beyonce, she is now performing a song about freedom. Free to perform it. Free to sing. Free to perform in the Jim Crow South that was previously the Jim Crow South and no longer the Jim Crow South, Beyonce was able to sing about freedom. There was another woman I want to talk about today. Her name was Isabel Bomfrey. In 1797, Isabel was born to slave parents in Ulster County, New York. At nine, she was sold at a slave auction to a man named John Neely for $100 along with a flock of sheep. Now, this man Neely was cruel and he was violent, frequently beat her, the young girl, regularly. Now, Isabella was sold two more times by the age of 13 and ultimately ended up West Park, New York, home of a man named John Dumont and his second wife, Elizabeth. Around the age of 18, Isabella fell in love with another slave. His name was Robert. And he was from a nearby farm. But the couple was not allowed to marry since they had separate owners. Instead, Isabella was forced to marry another slave owned by a name, man named Dumont named Thomas. And she eventually bore five children. Now later, Isabella changed her name to Sojourner Truth. And Sojourner Truth became an outspoken, ab an outspoken advocate for abolition, temperance, and civil and women's rights in the 19th century. She went from being a former slave to being an advocate. In fact, her work during the Civil War earned her an invitation to meet with President Lincoln in 1864. In the year 1851, at Old Stone Church in Akron, Ohio, there was a woman's rights convention. And Sojourner Truth delivered the following poem, Ain't I a Woman? Well, children, where there is so much racket, there must be something out of kilter. I think that twixt the Negroes of the South and the women at the North all talking about rights, the, might win, the white men will be in a fix pretty soon. 
But what's all this here talking about? That man over there says that women need to be helped into carriages and lifted over ditches and to have the best places everywhere. Nobody ever helps me in the carriages or over mud puddles or gives me any best place. And ain't I a woman? Look at me. Look at my arms. I have plowed and planted and gathered into barns and no man could heed me. And ain't I a woman? I could work as much and earn and eat as much as any man when I can do it. And I can bear the lash as well. And ain't I a woman? I have borne 13 children and seen most all sold off to slavery. And when I cried out with my mother's grief, none but Jesus heard me. And ain't I a woman? Then they talk about this thing in the head. What's this they call it? And at that time, they said a member of the audience whispered intellect. And when Sojourner heard it, she continued on in the poem. That's it, honey. What's that got to do with women's rights or Negroes' rights? If my cup won't hold but a pint and yours holds a quart, wouldn't you be mean not to let me have my little half measure full? Then that little man in back, black back there, he says women can't have as much rights as men because Christ wasn't a woman. Where did your Christ come from? Where did your Christ come from? From God and a woman, man had nothing to do with him. If the first woman God ever made was strong enough to turn the world upside down all alone, these women together ought to be able to turn it back and get it right side up again. And now, they is asking to do it. The men better let them. Obliged to you for hearing me, and now old Sojourner ain't got nothing more to say. And I would think back in the 1800s, if there was a microphone to drop, that would be a microphone dropping moment. Because there she stood. Now think about it. From being born into slavery to speaking at a convention for women's rights to going to visit the President of the United States there were obstacles that she had to overcome. There were physical obstacles. There weren't just simply mental obstacles. I'm afraid of something. Somebody may make fun of me. There were absolute physical obstacles. People who wanted to harm her, hurt her, had done it before. But she still managed to use her gifts and her talents to inspire other people. My favorite part of the song by Beyonce are these lyrics. Freedom, freedom, I can't move. Freedom, cut me loose. Singing, freedom, freedom, where are you? Because I need freedom too. I break chains all by myself. Won't let my freedom rot in hell. Hey, I'm going to keep running because a winner don't quit on themselves. Well, what does this move me to do? What does it move you to do? I break chains all by myself. Won't let my freedom rot in hell. Hey, I'm going to keep running because a winner don't quit on themselves. Look at this opportunity that we have today. Reflect on your opportunities that are available to you. 
You could be like a Langston Hughes, and there is probably something in your world that hasn't occurred yet. Maybe you can envision it. Maybe it's a long time coming, but it can come. In 1947, the idea of Jim Crow ever being abolished was a fantasy in a poem. But today, there is no more Jim Crow. In Sojourner's Truth days, she stood up and she was begging for the right to vote, having to make a logical argument that it was okay for a woman to be able to participate in the democratic process. Today, women have the ability to vote. So, what is currently moving you? I want you to reflect on the opportunities that are available to you. You have an obligation, and we all have an obligation, to use the gifts and the talents that we have, not just for the benefit of ourselves, but for the benefit of other people. Your talents, your gifts, how can you use them? The world needs them. In fact, no one needs to tell you how to use them. All you need to do is to be thankful for what you have. And go out and use your talents and your gifts. I want you to take this advice from Beyonce. I want you to find some chains that you need to break. And I want you to break them all by yourself. Because you're not going to let your freedom that you have today rot. You're going to keep running. Because guess what? A winner doesn't quit on themselves. So what I want you to do right now before we leave, I want you to put your feet on the ground and I want you to be thankful for what you have, where you are at, what you are doing. No matter what you're going through, no matter what is happening to you, you have a choice. And that first choice, maybe it begins in your mind. And you're going to envision something better. And then you begin to take that first step. That first step to break whatever chain may be holding you up. And then you begin to move forward. I want you to do the next thing. I want you to look up in the air, in the sky. And I want you to be thankful for what you have. Your gifts, your talents, your abilities. To be able to hear. To be able to see your relationships that you have. The career that you have. The family members that you have. The dreams and aspirations that you have. Maybe the defeats that you have faced. But those defeats, Sojourner Truth had many of them. At 13 years old, when she was being beaten and raped and sold, there had to be something in there that told her that she was going to have a better life, that she was going to make an impact. At 13 years old, there was nobody telling her one day you will speak to the President of the United States of America. And that's what she did. So I'm asking you today, what is it that you're going to do? This is Stephen Thompson. This is my experience. I'll see you next time with another song with some more history. This year on the Stephen Thompson Experience, we're going to do a little bit something different. Last year, I talked about one artist and one album and one series throughout the year. 
in different segments, maybe six, maybe ten. I did a little bit of Prince. I did a little bit of Aretha Franklin. I did some Stevie Wonder. I did Lady Gaga. I did Public Enemy. I did 30 Days where I talked about Tupac. I had a little bit of Tupac Shakur. I had Bob Marley all in succession. Succession. But this year, what I'm going to do is I love all sorts of music. So I'm going to be doing one song at a time, one artist at a time throughout the year. Listen to the Stephen Thompson Experience. I'm blogging at the stephenthompsonexperience.com. I'll see you soon. Have a good one. Bye-bye.